You are now listening to Social Remedy Radio with Shalandon and Tony Malone. Turn it up. The home of hottest in Christian hip-hop and indie music. The place for your indie music tips and insights. The latest celebrity news and relevant issues. Fashion, sports, and the remedy for the soul. Social Remedy Radio. Listen, we're back. With another edition of Social Remedy Radio. We're live right now on Facebook, and I'm glad you're tuning in. We just want to make sure that we're getting some more people in, whatnot. And we have uh, the the pastor, the, the pastor, the illustrious pastor. You know, my mother, Pastor Carolyn Walker of Middletown, Ohio, the pastor of Haven of Rest Church. Uh, this lady has, 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 has taught all over the place she has ministered all over the place evangelized for a long time mom how many how many years have you been uh evangelizing before pastoring uh about 20 okay about 20 years man so 20 Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so today listen y'all are in for a treat we're going to talk about true repentance true repentance so before we go, I just still, like I said, we want to allow some people to come on in. We want to get some people to uh, go ahead and uh, actually start commenting, wave, let us know that you are in here with us uh, and that God is going to be glorified today. We're going to wait a little bit. We're going to wait a little bit, but I know uh, I know there's a lot of people that need to hear this word in the season. And we're just going to have a discussion on true repentance, you know. And why, like, one of the things is, um, why is it, why is it so important to have true repentance? And what is true repentance? You would say, yeah, what, what, like, I was, I was asking you, what would you say true repentance is? Well, uh, to start out with, it is, uh, remorse, regret. Uh, to be sincere and to change your mind. And to change your okay. And uh, we're we're going to draw our uh, thoughts from Luke chapter fifteen. All right. Verses um, eleven through twenty-one. Well, two through twenty. One just to start with, okay, and then we'll go further. All right, all right. So if you want to go so ahead, where there, where there is a true repentance, there's also false repentance. Oh, that's now that's a good one right there. Where there's truth, there's something false. So it has to. So you're saying it has to be a false repentance if you're saying that it, there is a true repentance. So I, I want to. What does that look like? What does that look like? A false repentance. Um, they, I, I had some Greek words written down, but I'm not going to tackle them. But okay. um, mm-hmm. a false sense of repentance is to say, "I'm sorry," but there's no action that follows it. Oh, okay. So it's a lot of it's a lot of lip service. It's a lot of lip service. Yeah, with, with true repentance, there's always an action that follows true repentance so we're gonna we're gonna explore it in this chapter which is very familiar Uh scripture the prodigal son and Jesus at the beginning 
he was uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were murmuring and saying that he received sinners and he eateth with them. But we know his mission, the reason he came was to save that which was lost. Uh-huh. So that was his mission. And uh, they were criticizing him because he ate with sinners and uh, he fellowshiped with sinners. So, so my next question to you is, is how does that, how does this story play in today's society and not only in the secular world but also in the church world how does that how does that play within the church world and within the four walls how does that play out it plays into society and the church world is what is your purpose uh-huh. the purpose for him coming was to seek and save that which was lost uh-huh so we can't um, we can't always choose to just go to the people uh, that we think are quote unquote um, well they're good enough for us to go to but then the people who are you know less fortunate maybe homeless uh, have some kind of reputations um, you are listening to Social Remedy Radio with Shalandon and Tony Malone. Doing damn it. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Social Remedy Radio or connect with us on socialremedyradio.com. Good deal. Okay. So go, go ahead. You're good. You're good. Okay. So uh, to explore this scripture, I found out it is so much in it that sometimes we haven't taken the time to really go into it and explore this scripture. Yeah. And Jesus said in the parable, he had the parable of the lost coin and the lost sheep. Then he comes to the parable of the lost son. Yeah. And he said a certain man had two sons. Uh Uh-huh. The younger of them said to his father, Father, Give me the portion of goods that falleth to me, and he divided unto them his living. Yes. This was a younger son. The inheritance basically went to the older son first. But he wanted his inheritance, and he wanted it then. He didn't want to wait. He wanted his inheritance right then and his father gave it to him that that always intrigued me his father didn't say well you're making a mistake and you don't need to do this he didn't do any of that he gave him what he wanted wow or what he thought he wanted and not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. Uh huh. He went into a far country. He got away from familiar surroundings. He yeah. got away from family. He got away from his father. He went into a far country and it it uh, reminds me of people who um, they don't like the small town they don't like the rules of their parents sound like me 
They don't like uh, <laughs> they don't like the no word. They don't like the word no. Yeah. Or you shouldn't or you. But I learned in this, just in this first part, the father did not give him no instructions. Oh wow! So so hold on. Let's let's stick a let's stick a pen right there. He gave him everything he wanted, even though he demanded it. He said, "Okay, I'm gonna give you what you want." Then, in terms of that. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna give you what you want, but without instruction. So that, right. so so that's like, that's like giving a kid uh, jewels or or a big treasure, and and leaving them to do whatever it is that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and to me, what that is 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 uh, God giving you permission. Wow. Like your father, like the father gave him permission to leave, even though he knew it wasn't the thing for him to do. He gave him permission. And God also gives us permission. That's why you're able to do wrong things and go wrong places and say wrong things. Uh, that's your free will. Wow. But he, but he said... That, where, where, what's the part where he, he gathered all his things? And he gathered everything he had and went into a far country. That's verse 13. Yeah, it said he gathered everything he had and and, wa- and wasted his substance, meaning it turned like he turned his he turned his goods into money. And, and yeah, the substance into riotous living. Right, right, right. What I'm saying is, is right here where it says he the he gathered all together and took a journey into a far country, then wasted his substance. So his substance came from him selling everything and he gained money from it. Now he wasted, that, he wasted whatever it was, he wasted it. It, it, it. it just it just trips me out that even when God even when you act even when he asks, and this is a parable with the Lord, right? Even when he asked his father, give me everything. He didn't leave him with nothing. He said, go. You have everything that you, you know, you have everything. He gave him money. He gave him his living. Right. uh, He divided unto them his living, Mm -hmm. which denotes that he had everything that the father had to give him. Wow. He had everything. Wow. But instead of him using it wisely, he went into a far country, and and I say he just went on in his progressive sin. Yeah. First, he wanted what he wanted when he wanted it. Then the next thing was when I get it, I'm going to leave here and go somewhere else. And it, you know, it's like the bright lights of sin. Uh huh. The city lights, small town boy going to Las Vegas, New York. London, England, Paris, going into uh, places and having experiences you have never had before. Uh-huh. And, what it, and what it takes to live like that is money. Wow. Money. 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 He, uh, I mean, just in today's, we can put it in today, a today parable. He went, um, to Las Vegas, gambled his money, smoked dope, 
snorted cocaine, uh, did uh, methamphetamines, and did all these different things, strippers, uh, women, gambling, uh-huh. prostitution. He enjoyed all that. It was good for a while. And when people tell you that sin uh, is not, oh, sin can be pleasurous. But, yeah. it, but what happens, it only lasts <laughs> for a season. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, and, and it said, and he spent all, he spent all, he spent all. And this probably didn't just happen overnight. It was a process. Oh, yes. It took him a little while to waste his money and uh, live riotous and all like that. But And then it comes uh, misery and chastisement. And when he had spent all, uh-huh. there arose a mighty famine in the land. Isn't that strange? Wow. How God uh, manipulates orchestrates circumstances uh-huh like this one right now <laughs> uh-huh and then I uh, just came across my mind uh, Jonah when he didn't want to do what God told him to do he went in another direction he was going to another city and uh, God orchestrated circumstances and he prepared a fish for him, uh huh. This famine came. Yeah. And it came after he had spent all. Isn't that something? And it spent everything. While he had money, it came after he didn't have anything. And he began to be in want. That would be just like somebody having everything. And end up living under the bridge. Right. Or homeless, in the homeless shelter. Uh-huh. Because you spent everything you had. And then there comes a time when you're going to be in want and you have nothing. Wow. And he wept. No, he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed the swine. That was the lowest of the low. Yeah, I know. I know. Back in those times, they, uh, you know, the Jews uh, happened to look at the swine as we 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 don't associate with swine at all. Low you can go as a Jew, you can't go no lower. Yeah, and to be in with the pigs. Wow. And another thing is um, some people have to go to the pig pen. Some people before they can come to themselves uh-huh. and see uh, you know there's nothing else to do he, he was in with the pigs and wanted to eat the husk. That's, that, that's, 
that's what got me is that even in the, when the famine came, he was willing to to join himself to some to a to somebody don't have no idea what his customs is, things right. I used to. He just wanted to survive. And I know there's people that's watching right now that's in these situations of, you know, they're in a situation where they, they're away from what they used to. They, maybe they was in their mom's house, father's house, maybe even in church, but they're backslidden. And yes. they feel like, you know, how, how will God love me? And, 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 and even, even in, even in my, even in my wrongdoing, yes. how do, how do someone, come about out of that? How does someone deal with that? So you might want to deal with that part of scripture. Okay, to, to deal with that part it says and this is most this is most important. And when he came uh-huh himself in whatever circumstances you are in, whatever we're facing today uh, uh whatever it is addictions, uh separations, divorces, um, um, when we when we feel like that the world has dealt us a, a blow that we can't recover from. Yeah. And you was down, this guy, this boy was down in this parable, he was down so low until he had to start thinking. Mm. You know, when you get in some place and say you're an addict and you feel like I can't stop this addiction or if you're alcoholic and I have to have this alcohol and it, what, whatever the sin is or whatever has you bound, no one can help you until you come to yourself. Wow. You can't blame your mother, your father, your sister, because people have a way well, if I wasn't raised like this, I wouldn't be doing this. Well, my mama was a drug addict. My daddy was a pimp. My so-and-so, it, we, we always, well, I'm black. I'm white. I, I'm fat. I'm skinny. I'm tall. Everybody has some excuse yeah. why they cannot go forward. But it said, and when, and when. We don't know how long it took him to come to himself. And when you come to yourself, nobody can keep you down. Not, no circumstances can keep you down. When you say it's me, I did it, I'm wrong, help me, Lord. When you take responsibility for your own actions. Uh-huh. When, when you take responsibility, it said he came to himself and another thing, you don't hear anything about anybody being with him. That's a, that. That's another thing. He was doing his dirt by himself. No, no, no. As long as he had money, he had friends. Uh huh. Uh huh. You no, know, he doesn't know. To start out with, he was not by himself. Uh, right. And you said when he was low. And that's it. That's 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 the thing. When you ain't got no money. <laughs> yeah. When you ain't got no money, you know people don't like to come around. Of course Some not. People don't even want you around. Uh, because of course not, because you are at your lowest point when you don't have no money. The the coke man don't want the crack man don't want to see you. Right. 
they, 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 uh-uh, you got to have some money or you get nothing. Are you going to sell your body? You're going to sell your children? You're going to do a lot of things to get the drugs or whatever you're trying to indulge in. Nobody is, it, nobody's with him. It said he came to himself. And well, let's back up to the swine. Uh-huh. You do, right? They yeah. ate, they ate kosher. They ate clean. A pig was an unclean animal. Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. So, um, you can get in, and, and you just think about a literal pig pen is nasty. Oh, it's filthy. Hogs are rooting. Everything's in there. Okay. They wallowing. They wallowing. Hogs wallow. Yeah. And sin uh, will keep you longer than you want to stay. And take you further than you want to go. And then sometimes it's hard to get back. Wow. But it says he came to himself. And he started thinking. Do you, do you know how you have to think about what you had before you can appreciate it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you think... Now you, now if you've ever had the Holy Ghost, uh oh, you ever were brought up in a, a a home where God was imparted to you, yeah. If you ever watched God work through your family through hardships and all like that, you just can't forget that. No, not at all. Cause you are you gonna start thinking at home I had food. Have food. I had a what? beautiful place to live. I had peace. I had and and at home I was safe. Right. And and at home I had a mom and a dad and I had brothers. Right. I had a brother. And at home the servants. Uh-huh. And he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough to spare. So they were rich. Hired servants. Right. Hired. They were hired. <laughs> Ooh, that was strange, and I perished. And I'm out here living like I don't have a, a family or a father. They have servants that eat more than I. I'm out here with the swine. He had to look at the big picture and see, I have no business being in this place. Wow. And that's the only way true repentance comes. You got to recognize first that you're a sinner and that you need God. Well, well, that's it. That's another thing. So I know a lot of and, and I, I really want to talk about this portion of it too. A lot of people don't think that whatever they're doing is so wrong. Like, exactly. you know, like, you know, there's, there's certain people that I know for me, I can't drink alcohol. I can't, I, because I like alcohol and I, you know, it ran, alcoholism ran in our family. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
So I couldn't be around it or play around with it or even, you know, sip and play with it, you know, because it'll pull me back into situations or pull me back into a lifestyle that I did not, I did not love or nor do I appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, and, and brag or boast about. So speak to, speak to some of those things too, because I don't, sometimes I don't think people have true repentance because one, it may be their pride, but also whatever they doing, they don't think it is wrong. Right. Right. And, and going back to that, when we go back up to circumstances, and sometimes as long as things are going well with you, you're not getting sick, you don't overdose, you have money to support your habit, and you feel good about it. But when a circumstance arises where you are broke, right. you are diseased, and right. you are sick, and you are lonely, and you have nothing left. Right. And I and, and it's really not necessary to go there. But for some people it's necessary. Right. You can talk to them. They can come, they come from the best of homes. They come from parents that are saved. They come from a uh, environment of church and loving and fellowship. But the enemy, which is the devil. He wants to make you think it's something better outside of what you have. That's right. that's the that's the uh, the work of the enemy to uh, get you dissatisfied with being a church boy, right? With being made fun of because you don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't uh, run the clubs. Oh, you're a church boy. And want to make you feel that you have lost out on something, so you take the bait. Yep, I know like I was tricked. Like Eve did. Can you see? Oh my God! A perfect atmosphere. Perfect. Uh huh. Everything got perfect in a perfect environment, and then, and then, the spirit of the adversary comes in and makes Eve think and makes Adam think that God is holding out on you. Right. And so what we, what I want you to do is if you eat of this tree, you will know good and evil. He's using the same tactics today on all of us, our young people, our old people, our middle-aged people. And even our little bitty children, that, he's using the same thing. But that, that, hold on. Speak on that right there. This is what, this is what gets me. How you can be in church for 60 years, 60, 70 years, <laughs> and still allow yourself to be deceived or to walk away from, you know, gee, like to walk away from Jesus. Like, I, I, I just, I'm tired of doing this. Like, I, I don't get that. That bothers me. That, that bothers me. If you walk in the spirit, if you're led by the spirit, if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. The enemy don't care if you've been in the church 70 years. He don't yeah. care. And he is a deceiver. So if you start walking in the flesh and not obeying the spirit, 
he will lead you like it uh, and don't let the Holy Ghost work through you. Right. You have to let it work. You have to let the Holy Ghost lead and guide you in all truth. As old as I am. Yes. He can deceive me if I get off track. Most definitely. But but it's it's not like you're willing though. <laughs> like I'm gonna go ahead and be willing to go this route, you know, and I'm I, I just can't do this no more. Because we got a lot of people, you got a lot of people leaving the church because mm-hmm. of they'll say, I don't see the power like I used to. Okay. Or they're 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 going to you have you have a lot of people, and I know a lot of it was it was a, a study and it actually a study showed a couple years back where a lot of black women was running to witchcraft because of the demonstration and the power of witchcraft mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so those are type of things those are some of the, some of the things that like i gotta charge my phone son Hold okay on. no problem no problem but yeah you guys i just want to I, I i really wanted to i really wanted to have this discussion just because just because of the fact that you know we are dealing in the time where, you know, people are looking for answers. People are looking for 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 different things. Is God yeah. gonna show up in this situation? How is this going? How how am I gonna see my way through this? And people are turning to other things than God. So yeah, discussion of true repentance. We know you can't repent not unless you have a knowledge of God, and God reveals Himself to you. Then, you know, as he reveals himself to you and it's so clear that you cannot misunderstand it because he is so holy, you will be, uh, repentance should prick your heart. Now, he does not make you repent. No. That's the thing about God. He don't make you repent. I know. um, But the thing is, he'll give you a chance to repent. He don't make you repent, but he'll give you a chance. Yes. The good thing about, about God is that He's not forcing you to repent. He's not forcing you to do anything you don't want to do. You know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ma, you you go ahead and hit that button if you want. You see that request? That request I just, I just hit, I just uh, sent you to uh, ask to start your video. Just hit okay. Oh, where do I hit it at? Start my video. Yeah, it just came across your screen. There you go. You're good. You're back. Okay, I had to charge my phone. Yeah, that's all right. But that's that. But what I'm saying is, is that I know there's times where people. This is the time that we're living in because people were really into demonstration, and I know when we're dealing with demonstration, I think sometimes people get mixed up because, uh, for example, for example. If you didn't have the Holy Ghost and we look at, we, we give you Moses, for example, that situation where Moses went in front of Pharaoh and they, and they, he threw down his staff and there was a snake, you know, it, it, it changed into a snake. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then yeah. here it is, you have, uh, you have uh, Janice, the sorcerer, uh, Pharaoh's sorcerer. He threw his staff down and it turned into a snake. Now, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, how can you discern? And I'm talking about demonstration the demonstration of power how can you discern what's good and what's evil within that demonstration now you have the holy ghost obviously you read the bible and the bible says 
that uh Moses' snake ate up the other snake. I can see mm-hmm. you. Y'all have to move the camera. You're good. You're good. We I'm, just... I'm having a problem getting focused here. Oh, you're good. You're you're fine. You don't have to you don't have to move the camera no more. You're good. Uh, well, it seems like it's dark or whatever. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> you know I'm new at all this. But anyway, that's okay. You can hold it. Anyway, um, going back to uh, how the enemy will influence you and make you think, because he's an imitator. Right, right, and right, right. He wants you to think that what you're doing in the church is not enough. Uh huh. You can be happy. You can be happy. You can be happy. And then something will come along. And, or trying to be like other people or thinking I'm not successful because I don't have a big house. I'm not driving a Bentley. And you start becoming um, dissatisfied. So yeah. he uses, he, he, in this story, he used, he used that. I don't know what the son, the young son thought. I don't know what he had in his mind. Oh, well, hold he, up. Ma, we, we have a... Uh... Pastor, we got a, we got a, we got a, uh, we got a statement from, uh, somebody on here. Here we go. From, uh, Antonio Liscom. What's going on, Antonio? Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for, uh, checking us out and being with us today. It says, leaving, he said, leaving the church and a person's relationship with God is a different thing. Your relationship with God should be deeper than a local church membership. And some churches aren't fulfilling what the Lord, what the Lord set up. I agree with that. I agree with that totally. Thank, yeah, thank okay. you. Anybody got any comments? Go ahead and comment. Send them on our Facebook live. No problem. Right. Yeah. You want something that you want to ask a pastor and, something? And I and I agree with it. I agree with it too. That we are looking, we are looking for a church building. We're looking for a pastor, and we're looking and we blame them when uh-huh. you yourself, your temple. Is the is is the temple? Your temple is the Holy Ghost. Is where the Holy Ghost dwells, and your body is the temple, and you are the church. Uh huh. And sometimes we are looking for the church to fulfill something that we need to see God to fulfill in our own life. The church Uh-oh. can't fulfill everything in your life. Uh oh. Not the children. I, I I hear some I hear some religious people getting mad. Listen, <laughs> I don't care. Nor the nor listen. Responsibility. Uh, it is so good to know that I have to take responsibility for Carolyn. Yeah, I belong. I've been I've been in a lot of churches. I belong to a lot in in the course of my life. But why are you looking and blaming the church for something you ought to be doing yourself? Huh. Huh. Oh. And and because we're dissatisfied with oh well the church this and the pastors that and the so and so I've been a member and I've been a pastor. Yes. No pastor not on this earth. Nowhere. I don't care how they can preach what size the church is or where they came from. They are not God. And if you're not satisfied with who you are, uh-huh. who you are, 
who you are, who you are. You're going to always be dissatisfied with where you go. Tell somebody to comment on that. Uh, uh, I ain't got no... <laughs> comment on that one. Yeah. Because right now, well, we, we're still not going to get off of our subject because right. you can kind of get, get sidetracked. We but can... responsibility, he came to himself. He came... Right. To himself, he had to come to himself. All right, and then he said, "After I've come to myself in my mind, I did all this talking to myself in my mind, and I will arise." Uh huh. I will arise and go back, go to my father. And I'm going to rise and then I got to say something. Uh-oh. What do you got to say? He got to say unto him, Father, I, he didn't, he didn't accuse nobody else. He didn't make no excuses. He said, I have sinned against heaven and I've sinned before thee. Uh-huh. That's a responsibility on you. On you. That responsibility is on. And what we have done since Adam and Eve is passed the book. Right, right, right. Adam said, the woman you gave me, Eve said, the serpent beguiled me. Nobody wanted to take the blame for what they had done. Wow. And I didn't hear the serpent blame nobody. But see, see, and I think, you know, that's, that's, that's speaking to our pride and our attitude. Yes. Thing that I, I can't say that you know what I'm saying. I, I, I as a kid, you know, you know me better than a, a lot of folks know me on here. I was a sneaky person, did some things, and but if I was caught and I know I was wrong, one thing that I learned to do fast: don't fess up. Yes, repent. <laughs> repent, fess up, let it go. Because I think when you begin to operate in pride, it makes it worse. Of course, makes it worse. It makes it worse. And this, and 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 when you say attitude, uh, this prodigal son, he had the attitude of humility. Hmm. Uh, talk about that. Yeah, talk he about said, the attitude. I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Yeah. Make me as one of thy hired servants. Wow. He didn't go back to his daddy. Well, I'm your son. You should forgive me anyway because I'm your kid and I'm your this and I'm your that. He said, I, I'm not even trying to get a position. Uh -huh. And we don't want to get on positions. Uh-oh. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Because I, I think... A, a, a lot of leaders that watch this video or are watching this, they need to hear this. There's a lot of people that need to hear this because there is a spirit of control, of pride that operates in the heavenlies that actually motivates them and, and, and actually uses them sometimes because some leaders need to hear this. They need to well, hear it. I think not only leaders need to hear it, we all need to hear it and evaluate 
our own personal selves. Yes. During this time, during this time where we are sequestered or we're inside and we can't go places and we can't do what we want to do, to me, it's a time to search yourself. Uh-huh. Search yourself. And take responsibility for your own actions. That that's that's one of the things that um, uh, the, I think the reason why uh, uh, David found favor with God because he he took responsibility. Yeah, he took responsibility in Psalms fifty-one. He took responsibility. Yeah. I, I did this. I did it. I did it. In other words, I did it. And and I, I'm I'm begging. I'm pleading. I want you to do something for me, so I don't do this again. Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, not. Um, there are two kinds. There's remorse. I told you there were two Greek words. I'm not going to deal with them. But one means remorse. I'm sorry that I did it and the other one means I did it but I'm changing my mind and I want to do something I want to I want to do better I want to turn right right I want to turn but the attitude of this young man was I've sinned against heaven and before thee and and am no more worthy to be called thy son make me as one of thy hired servants not what what gets me with that one too is I not only he's saying he sinned before God, but the witnesses. He said I sinned before heaven. He sinned before the witnesses. Cause there there there's witnesses that knew what what the father had done for him. Mm-hmm. Knew that he gave him all that he had that was supposed to uh, that was supposed to be coming towards him. And things like that. But he's Still wanted to do what he wanted to do. I'm glad. I'm glad to see that part in the verse. That that's what that that struck me right there. Not just I sinned before the Father, but I sinned before people or or the witnesses that witnessed me turn my back on my Father. Yes, and uh, you know, um, to true repentance, it all it, it still goes back to you taking responsibility. Okay, I slapped you uh-huh. in the face. I'm using this as an example. If I if I offended you, Shalandon, I'm sorry. If if there's no if, you did. I, you know I slapped you. Right, you did. And I know I slapped you. Yeah. So there's no if in there. Right. I slapped you. I'm sorry, son. I shouldn't have did it like that. And even going to parents. A lot of times, do we and I have did it, and you're a witness. We have to repent to our children. Now that's true. That's true. We have to repent to our husbands and our wives. Yep. And we need to repent to the IRS when you uh, fraudulently put somebody in to get extra money on your taxes. On your taxes. Uh-huh. Uh, you know you're not eligible for a stimulus, so you're going to uh, uh, finagle some things so you can get some stimulus. Talk that. Talk that talk. <laughs> Y'all want to hear that. 
They ain't trying to hear that. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Repentance is more than just uh, yeah, Acts two and thirty eight. When Peter said unto them, "Repent uh-huh. and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins." Repentance is this thing is really deep. Oh yeah, and we need to repent for the sins of omission uh-huh. and the sins of commission. I think and, and I, I, I think this too. I, I want I want you to tell me what you think about this because that. You know, I'm I'm really I'm really intrigued. Not really intrigued, but I'm really firm on some of the laws of how, how spiritual laws of God. And I'm talking about saved people. Sometimes we'll we'll get some people get saved, but don't understand why they're still dealing with certain issues. Because and and this is what I found scripturally, you never really dealt with the repentance for your fa- for your father's wrongdoing. What they open your bloodline up to, or your fathers, and you know, like what they may have uh, attached themselves to, and whatnot, mm-hmm. and so you have those things tormenting you, even though you have the Holy Ghost, even though you saved, you don't know why you're battling this. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. think repentance runs runs that deep, even back to what if, if you knew that that your your father, your your grandfather was into voodoo and all of that other stuff, old bear, whatever you want to call it. You need to repent for them. You need to say, I sever my ties from that and cut it off at the bloodline and confess the repentance in that and confess Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Even though I know some people don't understand what I'm saying, they might look at me like I'm crazy. But some of the stuff that you're dealing with is because you haven't fully repented. You haven't truly repented. You haven't repented in your bloodline. You haven't repented for what somebody else done because God will bring it God will actually bring it in front of you to your knowledge, even though, even though you feel like, how should I know that? Because when you ask God, you ask God saying, God, why am I dealing with this spirit? Why am I dealing with these certain issues? And why am I like this? When you go back and start talking to your family and understand your family bloodline and your trees Mm -hmm. and things like that, you'll find out that there are some things in there that you haven't repented for. And by by spiritual law, that thing is obligated to still come torment you. Mm. Well, uh, well, yeah, that too. But you know, yeah. uh, the sin came through Adam and Eve. Uh huh. All of all sin came through Adam and Eve. The fall of Adam and Eve. Right. And to me, uh, we still cannot. Blame our fathers and our mothers and environment. We we know statistically they're saying that all this plays a part, and I understand that. And I also understand that there are a lot of people that came up in the same house. Yeah, lived in the same ghetto. Uh huh. Had the same parents, and they rose above it. Right, right. Because, because in their mind, ooh, and that's another. We, I mean, if you get into that, that's another entire, entirely different subject. Your mindset. Now, now, hold on. Let me pause. Let me pause. Listen, y'all. Those who are watching, 
This is only series one. We're going to do this again. We'll probably do it again next week, next Saturday, next uh, Sunday or Saturday. I'll put it out. I'll let you know. But we're going to do another series on this. This is, this is part one of a series on true repentance. So, um, if, if you, if you miss something, if you're just hopping on, you can always come back and watch it again. But we're coming back and we're going to go over, over some more, uh, what we're going to do. So I know we have 10 minutes left in the show, but we're going to go ahead and finish out and what she was saying. So go back to your point. I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that this was a series. Yes, but anyway, um, like I said, original sin came from Adam and Eve. And it's still a responsibility on the individual. Yeah. As I said, there are a lot of kids that came up in alcoholic homes. They're not alcoholics. Right. There are a lot of uh, uh, kids that came up, uh, siblings and all like that that uh, parents use drugs but they don't use it. Right. Uh, there are a lot of people that were not educated. They have educated children. Their children went on to pursue an education. So to me it still goes back to you taking responsibility for you. Yes. It's not easy. It might be hard and whatever but this prodigal son the parable is I have sinned against heaven and before thee and, and am no longer worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. He wasn't coming in with, with an attitude. He came in in humility. And to me, that's one of the signs of true repentance. Uh-huh. And then he, he's, he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Uh-huh. That's, that's the, uh, our God, no matter what we've done, where we've been, how we did it, he, it, he wants us to come to him. And he will in no wise cast you out. He will in no wise cast you out if you come to him. The son was already broken. He came in humility and the father saw him afar off. He went to get him. Uh huh. But if you notice when he left, he didn't run after him. Whoa, that's, that's deep. That's deep in itself. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't run after him. He did not go after him. He but did. when he came back, he ran to meet him. Wow. And he kissed him and fell on his neck. And the son and and the son said unto him, Father, he didn't just say it when he was up here talking to himself. He said, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. My my, 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 my. That's where, like I said, when I say, when we was talking about repentance and true repentance and having a contrite heart and dealing with the attitude, your attitude, this is the, this is the thing that gets me about some people that have backslidden in church and they have been restored. Some don't sit down, won't sit down, won't even take it upon themselves to say, you know what? I know I was wrong. 
and they mm-hmm. brought they brought uh reproach on the church that nice. is out there in the community don't care there ain't nobody sitting me down ain't nobody confronting me because of god's love and all that okay i get that but there should be some show of remorse whereas you know if it like like if i was out in the world when i was out in the world i'll be honest with you i did my thing like i'm doing my thing when i'm out <laughs> here i'm doing it and i'm going 100 at doing it you know what i'm saying and so when i came back to the lord i remember coming walking in church walking down for prayer and fought literally falling on my face falling on my knees from the hurt the pressure the 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 weight of everything that i've done and 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 the consciousness that how can i leave what god has taught me and i've had it so good and how could i just mess up and 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 I know they asked me to do certain things in the church. Can you do this? Can you do that? No, I can't do that because I'm not ready. And the reason why I'm not ready is because I'm, I need to, I need God to really clean me up, clean Mm. my mindset up. I need to be ministered to versus me getting up, rapping a song, singing a song. And I'm sitting over here still dealing with, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Mm. things that I need to, I need to be quiet about. I need to be quiet and allow God to, to, to minister to me. And I know I've noticed this a lot in our churches today that people can do. Sometimes people can do whatever it is they want to do. Not saying that God is not mm-hmm. watching them and that God is not mocked, but there has to be some type of attitude of humility. And when you have an attitude of humility, like you said, the actions follow. Oh, and- yes. And then uh, uh, on that, Shalandon, what I have found out is um, you can repent and you you can really be godly sorrow, sorrowful and don't want to do that again but only God can restore you to the place you were wow only God only, only God he didn't restore himself he said I'll, I'll just be a servant but the father restored him right and I think the difference is, is when you do sin and you come to yourself and you come back to church or wherever, and uh, if God don't give you the spirit of restoration, you can get up, you can do things. Right. You can do them. But I think when God gives you the spirit of restoration, he restores not only uh, your position, but he restores your anointing. That's that's huge. That's he huge. Restores, I I can say, yeah, Lord, I repent. I'm sorry and whatever like that. But David said, "Don't please, Lord. Don't take your Holy Spirit away from me." And I think that is key. You come back, you might be in the same position. They might put you back in the same position. But for as for myself, I want to know that that God has restored me. The people can say whatever they want to say. And they can really do whatever they want to do. Because I've been in positions where I had to eat crow. (laughs) Yeah. But God had restored me. And when God restores you, it's a certain confidence. 
not, um, people can walk on you, they can talk about you, say, oh, they are not, they didn't really repent, they're not really saved, but it's something about the anointing. Yes, yes. Oh my God. You and when that. I have that connection uh-huh. that God has restored me, I might not never be in a, have another position. I might not uh, be accounted as anything, but I have the confidence to know that the Father has accepted my repentance. Ev- Evangelist Dickerson is commenting on Facebook. She said, uh, 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 she loved the job that God is doing with us, uh, that we're doing a good, God said we're doing a great job is what she said. We're doing a great job. But she's also saying that you have to surrender your will to God and, and God, excuse me, your will to God. Repentance is a change of heart. So like, like you were saying, yes, yeah, your attitude. So Evangelist Dickerson, we appreciate your comments and what, but not share it. Yeah, we'll we'll be back uh, next week with with more. Um, so just be on the lookout for it. But with that, like you said, Mom, uh, I know you want to maybe want to give some final words uh, on this actual this part right here. This has been good. I've actually loved it. Um, I know there's some people that's watching that's getting something out of it, and they can always go back and play the video again. But too, I would like for you not only to pray out, pray us out. But be able to just minister to somebody and let them know um, that Jesus is there for them. So you you got the floor. All right. Uh, to say uh, we're going to use the 22nd verse. It says, but the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. And what I want to say, amazing grace. My God, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, and I was blind, but now I see. The Father said, the Father restored, the Father forgave. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm thanking God for the Father. Anything you have ever done And if you truly repent, the Father, the Father has given you your place back. Wow. The Father, not the church, not the pastor, not the bishop, not the deacon, not uh, the person who's criticizing you, but the Father. So remember, if you come to the Father, He will in no wise cast you out. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen and Amen. God bless you. So listen, I'm gonna tell everybody, uh, just letting everybody know, Middletown, Mom, if you want to give your address. 
to the church. Uh, the Let church address is 1701 Columbia uh-huh. Avenue, Middletown, Ohio, 45011, the Haven of Rest Apostolic Church. Yep. Follow her on Facebook. Uh, she has a Facebook page. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 you don't have that Facebook page no more. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Well, if you want to, if you want to contact her, how can they contact you? Uh, you can contact me. Uh-huh. My telephone number is 513-324-6436. Listen. This has been the Social Re- Social Remedy Radio Hour. We really appreciate you for tuning in. And I thank you for sitting and actually getting taught by my mother. Hey, I was used to this. I was getting it all the time. Even when I wasn't listening, I was being taught. You know what I mean? I was still being taught. So you're getting God some of the best. Uh, God has anointed this woman of God. And so uh, tune in next week. Next time you'll see it on my Facebook page, Shalanda Walker. Actually, the Social Remedy Radio Show will be live again, and we'll be discussing true repentance. Don't miss it, and we'll see you next time. You have been listening to Social Remedy Radio with Shalandon and Tony Malone. You know what it is. The home of the hottest Christian hip-hop and indie music. The place for your indie music tips and insights. The latest in local news and relevant issues. Fashion, sports, and remedy for the soul. Social Remedy Radio.